Hello, everyone, and welcome again to episode four of the Business Bull. Today's episode four is uh, happily called Office IT Equipment. That's right, Office IT Equipment. I am excited. I am so excited to be talking about this subject because I own an IT company. And when it comes to uh, offices, I cannot believe how cheap some clients and some potential clients can be because they just don't realize um, whenever they don't spend money now, they ended up spending it later. But you know what? You guys are going to be the uh, beneficiaries of this because I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom, give you a nice little formula uh, toward the end. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about printers, VOIP phones, computers, and networks. All right. I'm going to be brief with you. We really don't do printers. And we really don't do phones. But we still have to take care of them. Because normally, whenever somebody, uh, either the uh, business owner or the office manager, uh, calls the local printer company to lease the printers, they literally only do printer jams and they make sure you have toner. That is it. Anything requiring, hey, my, my printer isn't printing or it's showing this error or I can't get it on the network, that is not their deal. That is not part of their contract. And it is a huge discrepancy, um, you know, if you want to call it that, within the contract that people think they're purchasing. So we end, we end up always getting called out uh, to, to deal with printers. Uh, just a brief thing real quick. Uh, depending on what kind of business you have, you can go out and uh, lease or purchase a really nice, sharp, um, you know, all-in-one, you know, the five-foot-tall ones that staple and print, you know, 200 copies a minute. I mean, those those things are great. Uh, expect to, to pay about $6,000 for one of those uh, or more. Some of them even go up to $20,000. Of course, you can also get a Xerox and um, there's some other name brands out there now as well. Uh, you know, oftentimes, and I hate to say this, Best Buy is going to be your friend. I I said it. I stabbed myself in the chest just now. Um, The reason I say that is because oftentimes they they get these printers dirt cheap. Uh, When I say these printers, I mean normal office printers. Um, HPs are actually the ones that usually don't break on us. And I'm not kidding. They usually last the longest. Um, I don't quite understand why that is, but, uh, but they do. And so that's what we usually recommend, either them or brother. Um, You can get a nice, just a a black and white um, toner, you know, laser printer for like 60 bucks. And you can print three to 6,000 prints and the cartridge is going to cost you like 30 bucks a toner. You can't lease one for that, people. 
You can't. These things come with built-in Wi-Fi or USB. Um, and if they break, guess what? You toss it out, you put in a new one. It's just they're disposable now, unfortunately. Um, we actually have an HP in our office where it's a uh, an all-in-one. Fax scans, prints. Uh, we use everything but the fax. And it works great. We actually spent a lot of money on a Samsung version last year. It lasted us three months before it decided to uh, have an error. Uh, an internal uh, part got broke. Um, and we didn't even use it very often. The toner was extremely expensive. $600 because it was a color version uh, for our proposals and whatnot. Um, it, it was just really expensive. Uh, we ended up getting the HP version on sale at Best Buy from uh, $550 on sale for $300. And it is a workhorse. I tell you, I love that thing. And it only costs like $150 in toner um, every 6,000 pages. For us, that's perfect. But, you know, every office is different. Um, also, please do not print your proposals or estimates or invoices or emails on an inkjet printer. Uh, I was actually in a office that we just took over uh, three months ago uh, while I was actually on vacation. My business partner took it over. Um, I went in there and I saw one of the guys using an inkjet printer. It doesn't have enough RAM to really print documents, like big, big documents. It was so humid in the office, like you had to have perfect humidity and temperature control. And I do mean perfect. Otherwise, it will start steaming and or the, the paper will just be damp. When that happens, it goes quicker because it starts clogging the, um, the print heads. They're horrible. You know what? I think they're great for home. I have one at my house because we print once a quarter. Literally, we print once every three months, and it's fine. I, I'm I'm not spending anything over like sixty bucks on my on my home printer because there's no need. There, it's not meant for for business use, everyday use. It's it's not. Sorry, go buy yourself a, a nice one. All right, so there's my my thing on printers. Uh, if you want a lease, lease. Uh, honestly, most people can just go to Best Buy or Amazon and and purchase them. Um, if, if they want to uh, and remember to look at the if you do decide to lease make sure to look at the contract to make sure it covers everything because otherwise you're going to be calling someone like me that comes in and fixes everything and then unfortunately I don't have the contract with you for the for the printer so I have to charge you because otherwise I don't get paid and then I can't eat and then I get grumpy because I'm hungry that's an inside joke, by the way. Uh, I'm a foodie. Uh, I'm not, you know, I, I'm a foodie. I love food, so that's that was an inside joke. Uh, as the podcast goes further, you'll you'll get the hang of it. Um, as for VOIP phones, I I, uh, you know, particularly say VOIP phones, and that's because I do not recommend uh, regular phones anymore. Uh, they're too. Uh, your ISP or internet service provider for us that is Spectrum and Frontier for some other people that could be WoW, it could be uh, CenturyLink uh, Verizon, AT&T there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of them in, in the United States um, but the, the cost that they charge per phone line and per phone is ridiculous and then they don't include um, 
uh, I'm sorry, they do not include um, uh, not rollover minutes. It's whenever long distance. They do not include long distance. Let me tell you something. Uh, one third of the phone calls that come into my office are from people that kept their old numbers, their old cell phone numbers. And if I had a local ISP phone, I would be paying long distance for every one of those because it's from a different zip code. I don't know how that works exactly, uh, but I've heard the horror stories. Uh, We love our VOIP phones. I can quite literally unplug it from my office, take it home, plug it into my uh, internet at my house and it works. Now, some VOIP systems are different. Um, I can't speak for everyone uh, for that functionality, but I know for the people that we go through, it works. By the way, we go through somebody. I literally go to the client at all they need is phones. I figure out exactly what they need. I then give it to our partner. Um, and I say, this is exactly what the client needs. Do you mind giving me a quote? They give me a quote. I give that quote directly to the client. The client goes ahead and accepts it. Then we, um, then they, then they accept it. We get a piece of the, the pie every month. That's just the way it works. It's lovely. Um, most of the time, their network is poor and it can't even sustain what they have, let alone phones. So they need to do the upgrade anyways. So we make our money uh, up front, usually on the equipment of the uh, the network. But we'll get into the network uh, later on. Um, VRIP phones are great. No one uses a fax machine anymore. Uh, I take that back. There's a lot of people who use fax machines. They shouldn't. Um, a lot of people uh, do fax to email. Um, it's really simple, easy to use. I personally, I'm a little older, so I, uh, I'm i at the top bracket of the m- m- millennials, or exennials as they now call us. Um, I still like using an old fax machine, but everyone else that I know does fax to email. It's just, it's simpler for them, which is fine. Um, you can save a ton of money. Most phone systems are going to cost between $25 a phone if you have a lot of phones. Um, if you don't have a lot of phones, you're probably going to be paying around $45 a phone uh, with a minimum of about $150 uh, per month. That's that's very normal. Um, uh, it's... It's a, it's a fantastic system. Uh, we also have it so that all voicemails go to our uh, email. So we never, ever, ever miss a voicemail. And we're, when somebody is out of the office or somebody, uh, when we nobody is actually in the office, um, we can just open up the application on our, on our smartphones, Android or Apple, and call out using the office line. We used to always have to call out using our cell phones, and then the client would have our cell phone numbers and then they would only call that cell phone number, which caused huge issues for for support, service. Uh, you know, we'll get into that in another uh, podcast uh, for servicing, you know, and not using your cell phones. But um, it, it's great. It, it's amazing. It really is. Uh, we did have another VIP phone system. It wasn't really what we wanted, uh, even though it was free because we were one of their partners as well. So we switched. Um we had to pay for this system, but we did get a discount, uh, but it's fantastic. And the support is amazing. Uh, do not go with a phone system company that has two people working for them. Your phone is your, is your life and blood of your company. 
do not do that. Okay. Make sure they have a, a, a good staff. Uh, make sure they're knowledgeable and um, they should always, uh, you know, show you around their office and give you a, a demo. Uh, sometimes they, most of the time they'll come out to you and actually bring some demo kits out uh, and show you a couple of different phone manufacturers. You know, there's different price ranges, different functionalities between the phones and how they operate. Um, so yeah, that's my opinion on phones. So now computers and networks. Um, I oftentimes go into a office because the ticket states they have a uh, they're having issues because their computers are slow. So I'm supposed to go in and clean them up, tune them up, so on and so forth. I walk in, and the first thing I see is a Windows XP sticker on the tower. And I do a palm slap on my head because it's hard for me to see an XP sticker. Technically, on a lot of those, you can't put Windows 10. But this is the gist. Most of those computers came with like a Core 2 Duo Intel. Intel Core 2 Duo, which is compared to what we have now in 2019, it's super slow. Okay, it, it, the, for a good comparison, think about the cell phones uh, that had snake on them that were black and white or that had like a, a yellow background. And now you have an iPhone. That's the comparison that I have for an XP machine compared to the uh, the brand new ones now and performance for performance purposes. Uh, main reason Windows 10 is a, a process hog, but it does a lot more. Okay. Um, so we go into these offices. They have XP. Sometimes they have Windows 7. Uh, by the way, uh, if you don't know this already, Microsoft is ending support, I believe, for Windows 7 either later this year or first quarter of next year. Um, once that happens, all security updates for Windows 7 will no longer exist. Right now, they're just doing very, 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 very basic updates uh, for Windows 7, but it is, uh, you know, end of, end of, and it's end of the line for that product. Uh, but no, let's get back to it. Uh, you have this thing called RAM. Your computer has it. It's R-A-M. And those old computers have two gigabytes worth of RAM. And they're what we call DDR2 or DDR3. Super slow. We now uh, recommend uh, 8 gigabytes of RAM, and it has to be DDR4. The higher the number, the better. If that makes, uh, that makes it easier for you. Um, and I, the first thing I do is tell these, you know, the, either the office manager or the owner, what are you wanting these things to do? And they'll say, oh, well, all we're doing is, um, you know, documents. Okay. Just, you know, go through something with me. If I have to sign an NDA or, you know, whatnot, just let me know beforehand. Okay. No problem. So they bring me over to the computer uh, you know, a different computer and it has two monitors or three. And, um, I'm thinking to myself, how in the world are you, are you doing two or three monitors on this computer? And I see there's an issue because whenever they try to drag a window or a document from one monitor to the other, there is severe lag. 
you see this like mirroring effect, like dragging across the, it looks like an, a cool effect, but it's, it's not supposed to happen. It's supposed to be smooth, going from one monitor to another. And I'm like, does this ever cause you issues? And, and I get, oh yeah, it locks up all the time. And then we have to restart like a couple times a day. Okay. I look underneath the desk and I look at the computer and they have these uh, USB to VGA, USB to HDMI or, you know, uh, they're USB adapters. Um, they worked in the past, but I, I personally don't like them because they lock up the computers uh, a lot, especially if you're using more than one, okay, at a time. So... Uh, uh, essentially, I go around the whole office. I take a look at every, every everyone's complaints about the slowness, and I come to the con- conclusion that they haven't bought computers in a while. So I go to the office manager, the owner, and I say, look, I, found, I know what your issue is. Just doing tune-ups isn't going to really solve the problem. The issues that you're talking about are hardware-related in terms of they keep breaking down, they're constantly having to restart their computers. Um, You really actually need new computers. The next thing out of their mouth is, oh, we just got these. Huh? When? Oh yeah, our old IT guy, uh, you know, he's he's no longer with us or, you know, sold his business and moved on. Uh, He actually got these for us. And I'm like, oh, okay, Um, like 15 years ago, like 10 years ago, like I, I understand. They're older than you think. And sometimes they'll say, no, 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 no. I'm like, look, I, I know how old these are. I, I, I know the models of these computers. I deal with these all the time. They're older. It's time for you to upgrade. Or they'll say, well, we bought these refurbished on um, Newake or on Amazon or on eBay like three years ago. And we're not going to buy new ones again. At this point in time, you know, for computers and and networks and whatnot, there's nothing much I can do. Um, Technically, you can install what's called a solid state hard drive and add more uh, and add more RAM that can technically speed up the computer. But the bottleneck is going to be the CPU, the the central processing unit. It really is. And I I hate recommending stuff to people when I know for a fact it's not going to be the best solution for them. It's just it's not it's a more morality thing for me. And I just hate it. So they basically tell me that they're not going to switch. And I and I break it down for them. And I'm going to break this down for you, too. So imagine that these employees are making $15 an hour and they're make and they're working 40 hours a week. That equates to $2,400. Now, okay, we're not talking about taxes and this and that and extra things. I'm just breaking this down very simply for everyone, so don't chew my head off. Um, If you uh, can speed up the productivity um, of each employee by 10 minutes per day, just 10 minutes, okay, out of eight hours, just 10 minutes, you're saving the company $2.50 per person per day. Now, some of these computers take six, seven minutes to restart. And if they're restarting it twice a day, that's actually more than 10 minutes. But we're just going to go on 10 minutes because it's easier to do math. So if I do $2.50 per day times five days to equal one week, that equals $12.50. There's 52 weeks in the year. So if I do uh, $12.50 times 52, that's $650 a year. 
so that's the cost of a new computer. I actually just priced one out today for a client. Uh, we had a, a, a great sell on, on Dell um, on their uh, on their business class. It's a, a eighth gen CPU, eight gigs of RAM. It has an SSD. It is a beautiful, okay, beautiful. Uh, i3 Intel. I mean, it already comes with uh, HDMI and Display Port out, um, so it can do two monitors with no problem. And it was it was uh, right below six fifty, I believe. Um, we quoted out five of them to to help their pr- productivity. Now imagine you had a staff of ten. Let's do ten times six hundred and fifty dollars. That's six thousand five hundred dollars per year. If I can speed up production. For each of your employees, by 10 minutes per day, I save you $6,500 per year. This still isn't enough for people to get the right equipment. And it astonishes me. It really does. You know, if, if people in my office tell me, hey, I need this because I can do something quicker, we do a cost analysis, figure out what the ROI is, and as long as it's a good ROI and it makes sense, we go ahead and budget it, and then we do it. I might not say, you know, you can't do it right this second. If it's cheap enough, I say, go ahead and use your company card and get it, give me the receipt, we'll notate it. But sometimes we have to budget for it. I'm okay with people budgeting for this for their office. Just don't go out and buy the cheapest piece of crap uh, and then wonder why it's not working. By the way, uh, you can still buy cheap pieces of crap that cost a lot of money at Staples, Office Depot, Amazon, eBay, and Best Buy. They still sell Pentium processors. They still, I believe they still sell Atoms, but they still sell Pentium processors with four gigs of RAM. I've seen some with three, by the way, that are not touchscreen because of the all-in-ones. And they also have a 500 gig traditional hard drive, which is super slow. And they spend like six, $700 for these. And then they call us, like I said, they call us in and say, uh, this is running slow. Why is it running slow? I look at their equipment and say, because you got crap. I'm sorry. You, you have crap. The equipment is not up to par for what you need. Even if you're just doing documentation or emails. Okay. This isn't your grandma just looking at emails all day long and, and a pinball crashes. Oh, I got to reset the computer. You know, that's what her laptop is for. That's what her netbook is for. Th- this, what we're talking about is to make you money. Okay. These people, you, th- the equipment is making you money. We want to make you the most money as quick as possible. That's what a proper IT company is there for. Oh, okay. Networks. This also gets me because I will go into these places, uh, to these offices, and I will find out that their nephew or their uncle or their cousin or whomever it is and went to Best Buy, got a really cheap $40 Netgear router, and installed it in the office, and wonder why their office network keeps crashing. Again, fish, fist palm. Now, granted, I, you know, I get upset, but I deal with this on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. These people don't. The, uh, you know, our potential clients and our clients don't. 
That's what they rely on us for. That's what you're supposed to be relying when you go and purchase the stuff from other people. But you don't always get that because they're just trying to make their revenue for that day. Okay, just throwing that out there. When you go into these places to purchase stuff, they're there to make revenue. After a certain amount of days, Best Buy being 15 days, I believe, uh, you can't return the product. So after you finally realize it's not the right product for you, you're stuck with it. All right, networks. Um, They'll install a router, really cheap router, and it keeps crashing. The reason it keeps crashing is because uh, it can't handle the amount of traffic, the amount of devices. Um, You know, a router should handle 200 devices, no problem. (laughs) It doesn't work that way, though, because back in the day, you used to be able to just have computers on the network. Well, now you have your cell phones, you have a tablet, you have a, a desktop computer, you might have a laptop computer. That's four devices. So most people actually have two. Well, if you have 10 people in your office, that's 20 or so devices, plus all of the printers. And then when a guest comes in, you're going to let them have your Wi-Fi password, which you shouldn't do for your main network. And those never get kicked out of the system afterwards uh, because no one sets that protocol up correctly. So then those are on it. Well, after so many devices are on the network, uh, it starts bogging down. And, you know, there's uh, hopefully one day I can get Charlie to come on this podcast with me so we can actually go over why that is. But for now, just understand it, it, it does it because it does. Um, and also because uh, say you have 100 megabytes a second, which is uh, about normal right now for businesses. If you have 20 devices each device isn't going to get 100 megabytes per second. Each device is going to get 100 divided by 20. Okay, so 100 divided by 20 is actually 5 megabytes per second if everyone's using that at the same time at max load. 5 megabytes per second. Now, that's not download speed. That's just internet speed. There is a difference between megabytes and megabits. We're not going to go into that right now. Um, but it's crazy. Like, come on, just uh, when, when you get an office, call an IT guy and, and make sure they're going to get you the stuff that you actually need. You know, there, there's no reason that you can't invest in good computers and you cannot invest in a good network so that you're not wasting time waiting for files to uh, transfer, upload, you know, constantly having to restart the server or restarting the network or restarting the computers. It's costing you time. For every 10 minutes that you can save somebody if they're making $15 an hour for every 10 minutes a day, you're saving yourself $650 a year. It's crazy. All right, so we went over printers, VoIP phones, computers, and networks. Um, as you can tell, I kind of got into it with, with computers and networks because I see this every single day. I am constantly doing quotes for these um, and it, for, for our IT business, for, for clients. And it just it sometimes annoys me that, you know, I am uh, being told, well, you know, my cousin says this or my nephew says this when it comes to computers. But well, <sighs> let me put it this way. If you go into a doctor's, <clears throat> if you go into a doctor's office, 
or you go into um, a car repair place and do you tell them how to do their job? Do you ask them, hey, I want you to look at my stuff, my car, or I want you to look at me and tell me what's wrong with me. And then whenever they tell you what's wrong with you, say, well, you know, instead of doing that, let's, you know, my cousin said we can do this instead. And if you don't do it, then I'll just get someone else to do it. You see, in certain industries, you can't do that because there's called licenses. Um which is actually nice, but the IT industry is not licensed. It should be. Still don't know why it's not, but it, but it's not. And that's what happens to me all the time. Someone will come to us, ask us to consult, or ask us to uh, give them our, our best uh, case scenario for what they need. We tell them it's not within their budget because they don't actually know what they're want they're actually they actually didn't know what they needed so instead of actually budgeting you know taking that number and then budgeting for it in the future so that they can start saving money they just find someone else that's willing to do what they they're wanting and literally all they do is throw money out the door throw it out the window i've actually had a couple of clients um where they have asked me to give them a quote for their entire office we did we gave them exactly what they needed they shopped it around had another uh, IT company go in and they used cheaper inferior products then they call us up for warranty purposes and I'm like what, what what well yeah you quoted us all this you know a few months back and we had this other company come and actually do the work because they were cheaper than you but they're saying that the solution that you provided um you know they just copied what you did so you're the one that actually has you know if they, if they have an issue you know they should contact you we should contact you and my jaw drops, and I'm like, uh, okay. So I, I, I'm a nice guy, so I go on site, try to figure out what the heck's going on. And they, you know, th- there is a difference between a Dell and an Acer. <laughs> if you don't know, there is. Uh, it's called inferior products. Uh, I really don't like Acer. Um, you can have the same exact specifications in two pieces of equipment, and they run completely different. Um same thing with network equipment. Uh, it can say they both, you know, port switches and firewalls and whatnot can say they both do gigabits. You know, they're both gigabit switches, but they transfer at different rates. You know, you get drop packets and it, it's, it's crazy. Um, and we literally tell them, well, you know, they didn't actually do what we said. And they blame us because they don't know they just went with the person that was the cheapest so then we have to charge them more money and uh for the, for the console again and you know they're just not happy and then they ended up not using us because we couldn't fix their issue i still can't wrap my head around it you know those those types of things if you want to hear more about you know uh firing clients which I have done uh, on a, a, quite a few times. Let me know in the comments. You know, let come on, comment. Let me know because I could do multiple podcasts just on bad clients and how we ended up getting away from them without getting a bad reputation. Uh, because that's you. Reputation management is absolutely huge in today's world because everything's digital. 
Uh, but again, you know, we went through printers, phones, computers, networks. Um, I think that's enough for tonight. <laughs> uh, comment, let me know what you want. Um, also, I just bought this new uh, nice little Yeti microphone uh, instead of my gaming headset. I'm hoping it worked out better. Uh, you let me know. Did this sound better? Should I actually spend the money and have somebody, you know, remix the audio so it doesn't sound so so bad? Um, just just let me know. Uh, this is Thomas Chiella with the Business Bull, Episode Four, Office IT Equipment. See you next time.